Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, no Jeff Kelly for this Dynasty format special today we got going on. Fantasy Voice of God, how you doing? Okay, Chris, my man, how you doing? I'm good over here. How's that bladder holding up? God, I hate two-piece back-to-back. Pain in the motherfucking ass. Please subscribe to the show. Please leave a review. Greatly appreciated. You ready to do this? Let's go! Now... The Flex Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast League of Record. I want in, damn it. I've been over here waiting for the invite since George Bush was in office. The older Bush, not to be confused with Barbara's Bush. Faggots. The Rule Book and the Format. It's time for the ultimate Dynasty League format. We're going to dive right into this today and get y'all set up with the best fantasy football game running today. Best fantasy football game out there. For those of y'all that grew up playing Madden, think of Madden franchise mode kind of kind of merging with fantasy football as you know it. So let's get to the starting roster positions. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, a flex, which can consist of either a running back, wide receiver, or tight end. And then you have a kicker. And then you have four IDP players, individual defensive players. And of those four IDPs on your starting roster... You have a starting defensive lineman, a starting linebacker, a starting defensive back, and then you have a flex IDP, defensive lineman, linebacker, or defensive back. Pretty solid. So that's 12 starting roster positions. We have a total of 32 roster spots available for each team, two IR slots as well. So essentially, you could have a total of 34 players if you had two players on IR. So that's the roster setup construction right there. Offensive scoring settings. Quarterbacks. Passing touchdowns worth six points each. Passing yards, you get one point for every 25 yards completed. And we do use fractional points as well for quarterbacks. Quarterback completions are worth 0.25 points. So for every four completions, that will earn your quarterback one point. 
Interceptions, we have his negative two points. Quarterback pick sixes for interceptions return for a touchdown. That quarterback would earn negative four points. Passing yards. If they throw over 350 yards, it's a three-point bonus. Over 400 yards, it's a five-point bonus. And anything over 500 yards, a five-point bonus. Running backs. Rushing yards. One point is awarded for every 10 yards rushing. We use fractional points here as well. You have to. If you don't use fractional points, man, that's just, you're just doing a disservice to your whole league. So, rushing yard bonus. If you go over 100 yards rushing, that's five points awarded as a bonus. Rushing yards over 200. If you have a running back goes over 200 yards, you are awarded another five point bonus. Rushing touchdowns worth six points. Receptions, one point each. Obviously, no fractional points there, guys. There's no such thing as half a catch, quarter catch, or whatever catch. It's a catch or it's not a catch. Wide receivers, tight ends. Receiving yards, one point for every 10 yards. Fractional points also used here. Receiving yards bonus over 100 yards, five points, same as running backs. And like running backs, for the receivers that go over 200 yards receiving, awarded another five-point bonus. Receiving touchdowns, six points. Kickoff and punt return yards, half a point for every 10 yards. That way you still get cred if you got a guy in the, in the return game, but it's not going to be like overwhelming. Return touchdowns, six points. Pretty much every touchdown is six points, no matter what position you are, offense, defense, quarterback, running back, whatever. Return touchdowns, like I said, six points. Okay, two-point conversions, two points. Fumbles lost, minus two points. Offensive fumbles returned or recovered for a touchdown, six points. Obviously, touchdowns, six points. Field goals made, 39 yards and below, three points. Field goals made between 40 and 49 yards, four points. 50 to 59, five points. Anything over 60 is six points. Now, any field goal missed under 25 yards is minus three points. Field goals missed between 26 to 35 yards are minus two points. And field goals missed 36 yards or longer, zero points. You don't lose anything for that. Field goal extra points missed, minus two. And converted field goal extra field goal extra points are plus one. How about the defensive side of the ball now? Let's get to it. IDPs. Tackles worth one point. Tackles for a loss, one and a half points for each. Sacks worth three points. Interceptions worth three points. Forced fumbles worth two points. Fumble recoveries worth three points. Defensive touchdown, you guessed it, six points. Field goal block, three points. Now, some of the construction here of the format. The format. Draft picks. So, Initially, you will hold a veteran draft that will be drafted just as you would any other draft that you do, redraft or whatever kind of 
format you play in. It's going to be regular draft, guys, with players already in the league. Now, you're going to do this before the 2017 or 2018 NFL rookie draft. In that initial veteran draft, you will have 24 rounds of drafting veteran players. When you draft that player, draft them knowing you're going to have to designate a length of contract to that player between one to four years. This is a salary cap league. The player salaries are determined by the auction draft calculator, which we will provide for you if you need it. So while you're drafting in a snake draft, it's a snake draft. I forgot. Let me clarify that. You have to draft the players that you want knowing that you have a salary cap you can't go over. In our case, it was $500. So after you have the 24-round veteran draft, you will hold the fantasy football rookie draft of the rookies that were just drafted in the NFL draft two weeks after the actual NFL draft. You don't want to wait till preseason or training camps. No. You want to do it blindly. You're going to be right there in the same level as these coaches and GMs who are in the draft room on draft day. You're not going to have a chance to see them on the field, how they mix with other players. You're going to have to be your own little Mel Kuyper slash Tom McShay. The rookie draft will consist of four rounds. Draft order for that initial year is determined by reverse order of this initial draft. Whoever had the first pick in the initial veteran draft will have last pick in the rookie draft. Now, going forward after, after this initial year, the draft order for the rookie draft will be determined based on reverse order of standings. And for the rookies, the rookie players that are coming into the league will be designated with salaries. And those salaries will be designated on which round they get selected in your fantasy draft. So all rookies drafted in the first round will be signed to your team at four years at $4 for the first year, $8 the second year, $12 for the third year, and 16 for the fourth. And you'll have a team option for that. Second rounders go 3, 6, 9, 12. Third round goes 2, 4, 6, 8 for those four years. And fourth round picks, 1, 2, 3, 4. Now, after the rookie draft, all the players undrafted will go into the free agent pool. And nobody can be signed, by the way. The league is locked from the initial veteran draft all the way up till you have an actual date of free agency. And this is what we did. On August 20th of this past year, and pretty much every other year, like we try to do it right around the third preseason game, we will hold our annual free agent auction where we're pretty much doing it like a regular, regular auction. Everybody's together. We have four rounds of player nominations. So that essentially right there is like an auction draft. Everybody starts at $1, and you just bid on that guy until the bidding's over, until you, until you win the player. So this is why the salary cap plays a big role, because if you drafted all these high-end guys, all these big-money players in the draft, you're not going to have much cap room to make any offers for some of these free agents that are still available. So cap management is definitely a big part of it. It's a fun aspect of the game. Everybody must always remain under the salary cap. Now, 
the player salaries do increase after each season or decrease after each season based on that player's performance for that particular season. Now, if you signed a guy to a four-year deal, let's say his salary for that first year was $40, well, then it's going to increase regardless of how he performed because he's already locked into that contract. If you sign a guy for one year at $40 and he played pretty shitty, you'll have a chance to sign him at a lower value. So after the seasons are over, all teams are locked until NFL free agency, which is in March, middle of March, when that's when that kicks up. So then, around that time, you will get the first release. You will get the release of the upcoming seasons. And only then can you make a determination on players you want to keep or re-sign, I should say, or release on your roster. And the good news about having a player's rights. If you have a player that has an expiring contract, and let's say it was, say you have Michael Thomas, had him for one year, say he was cheap last year, he got him for like 25 bucks, and he had a hell of a year, and let's say he's up to, his contract is expiring on your team, and let's say now his salary for next year is going to be, say it's going to be like $51, right? So that's a big jump in salary. That might put you over the cap. The good news is you get that hometown discount that you own the rights. So you, you will get 20% off, a 20% discount of what that player's salary is going to be worth on the open market and free agency in your fantasy league. I hope I'm explaining this okay to everybody. I mean, uh, to me, it sounds fine. But again, I'm the one that's already submerged in it. I kind of know all the ins and outs of this. I'm not sure if I'm really explaining it properly, clearly. Email me on this, guys. Let me know. Let me know if this is coming through okay. If not, I may just have to put it up online over at the site at fantasysportstudios.com. You guys can check it out there. But uh, moving on here. Now, with trades, we do have a trade deadline, which is week 12 of the fantasy football season. That's when the trade deadline is enforced. That's when it goes into effect. And on January 7th, trades are unlocked. Trades can be resumed. Draft picks can be traded. You can trade future draft picks as well. All this information is kept and you can input it into myfantasyleague.com, which is a great site for fantasy. It's the best as far as I'm concerned. So many customizations, so many options. It's amazing. So all players on your roster can be traded, even players with expiring contracts. You can trade his rights, essentially, if you have a guy who's expiring to another team. Another important date is May 1st of each calendar year. That's when every team must make a determination on their newly acquired players or players that they're re-signing, who they're going to keep, who they're going to release. That way we have the pool all set up in order, the free agent pool, when free agency begins around week three of the NFL preseason. Now, some salary cap information here. Each team will begin the league with a salary cap of $500. And player salary values will be updated after each event, pretty much, after NFL free agency, which is in March. And they're updated pretty pretty regularly. Even in season, they're updated on every Tuesday, which is nice. So for the players that you signed or drafted, 
For players that are valued between $1 to $9, they will increase by $1 each year throughout the length of the contract. Throughout the length of the contract. Players that are valued at $10 to $19 will increase by $2 each year. to $29 will increase by $3 each year. $30 to $39 will increase by $4 each year. And $40 or more in value, they're going to increase by $5 each year. Now, if you have a player that's, say, $18, right? So the following year, he'll be up to $20. And then the year after that, he's going to go up to $3 because he'll move up to that $20 tier. So good to keep that in mind. There are some cap penalties. This is why the length of the years matter here. If you sign a player to a multi-year deal, you are free to release that player from your team. But if you do, if you release that player before this contract has expired, 50% of that player's salary will count against your salary cap for that current season. And if it's longer than two years remaining on his contract, 25% of that will carry over to the following season. So, pretty tricky. Now, if players are $5 or less, there's no penalty to drop them, regardless of the years. There'll always be any player, $5 or less, is droppable with no penalty. Another thing to add, all defensive players, all of them, rookies, veterans, superstars, shitheads, all of them are worth $5. They never increase. They always save $5. Kickers, always $1. Never increase. They'll always be $1. And that's pretty much the gist of it there. Again, if you have any questions or anything, just let me know in the comments. Let me know. Email me at theflex at fantasysportstudios.com. We will post this online. All right, just to recap some things real quick, just to clarify some stuff. So whatever money you have on your salary cap after the initial veteran draft and the rookie draft and everything leading up to free agency, whatever cap room you have available, that's the amount of money you have to spend in free agency. And just to reiterate, because it might sound confusing, because the free agency is auction style, four rounds of nominations. Each team gets to nominate a player up for auction. Bidding starts at $1. However, the initial veteran draft that you hold when you start the league is a snake draft, a standard snake draft. You just got to remember to watch the salary cap because the salaries will be designated by the average auction value assigned and they usually are released in late March and currently they're updated constantly throughout the offseason. Now, the rookie draft, which you will do every year, The initial veteran draft is just once. That's just one time to start your league. The rookie draft happens every year, obviously, because the new wave of rookies that come in, and that's four rounds again. That's also a snake-style draft. But the free agency auction, four rounds. Each team nominates a player in each round. They nominate one player up for auction. Bidding starts at $1, and the highest bidder gets them. So salary cap, managing the salary cap is definitely important. You need to have that cap room. And you want to save a little extra too in case you need to add somebody in season on waivers or whatever else. And the waiver system is blind bidding, which means if you want a free agent player, you want to add a free agent in the season, select that free agent, 
and you put a dollar amount that you're willing to spend on that player. And if you're the highest bidder, then you get that player. Now, real quick, all players added off of waivers in season can only be signed to one-year deals. So at the end of the season, their contract is expired, but you still retain their rights and you still get the 20% discount on their salary. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Thank you for checking us out. If you have any questions on how to set up this league, fantasysportstudios.com will customize and build your fantasy football league to the settings for today. If you don't want to deal with the hassle of actually setting everything up yourself, head over to fantasysportstudios.com and you can check out the details on that. Please subscribe to the show. Please leave a review. Greatly appreciated. All right, guys, till next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com. Studios.com.